ladies and gentlemen of the world, I'm back. It's been a while. Um, we went on a family vacation, but we came back about two weeks ago, and I've been reflecting a lot on the future of the podcast. I've done a, not a lot to sort of contribute back to my own podcast platform. I still don't know in what direction I want to take this podcast. Do I want it to be like a platform where I just give you news or should it be a podcast where we take a topic and we dissect it and we talk about it, which I feel like we have done in previous episodes before, but should we focus on just like one topic per episode or should we sort of like break down different topics throughout the episode because I like dissecting the leagues individually from the Premier League to La Liga to League On to La Bundesliga to Serie A just there's just so much football to talk about and I feel like I focus a little bit too much on Europe but I really don't shed a lot of light on what we would consider Central American or North American or South American soccer for that matter because I am a Latino you know I am Hispanic it runs through my veins I love who I am but nonetheless I still feel like the light is shed stronger on European football because that's just where everyone's attention is and I don't know if that's a concern I think it should be a concern because football all over the world is beautiful or soccer or whatever you want to call it is beautiful all over the world and if you've bared with me and sort of the whole train ride or you know, this roller coaster ride that, you know, Soccer Symphony has been, um, we still don't know, or I still don't know, what approach to take. And I think it'll take a couple of episodes for us to really realize the true purpose. And I've always said it, I would like for Soccer Symphony to be like the the podcast that people go to to fall in love with the beautiful game and if we're already passionately in love with the beautiful game uh continue to deepen our knowledge and deepen everything that is there's so much like i haven't done a podcast since a couple of weeks like i think it was two weeks before yeah it was definitely like i did the last podcast a couple of days before we went on our trip and we were over there for about two weeks and a half plus the two weeks that have gone by since we came back that's like a combined of a month and in soccer years or football years that's like an eternity because two champions league match days have already gone by so much has happened and if you keep your ears glued to the whole you know football soccer media world you know what's going on in like the whole situation with ronaldo um, and the allegations that are being, you know, accusing him that he he raped or molested somebody, which is really strong accusations, you know. And 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 when we know that Ronaldo is such a great soccer player, uh, football player, gosh, I really need to decide what I'm gonna decide to call it. You know what? It's gonna stay that soccer because we are in America, and this is called soccer symphony, not football symphony. So soccer symphony, and we do know the influence that he has and all the success that he has gotten and that he is one of the best players in the world in current you know in the current in the current football world and soccer world and scene there's just so much to talk about so much to discuss and one of the topics that i really wanted to talk about just seeing how 
um, the next Ballon d'Or winner is, you know, um, not the next Ballon d'Or winner, but the next um, award ceremony for the Ballon d'Or is coming around. We already know that Luka Modric got the best. I'm not going to decredit or take away from Luka Modric, but I'm not afraid to admit that I am a Messi fan and I love Ronaldo, but I will always prefer Messi over Ronaldo and I will probably be biased because I do support Barcelona and I am a huge Argentina supporter and and it's crazy um, but I'm not gonna take away from Ronaldo he's a wonderful player who has brought so much to soccer in the in the, in the past years and um, hearing a statistic uh, for the past 15 years Ronaldo has been nominated for a ball and door I think something like that I mean think about it he's won he has five already, plus all the times that Messi has five already. So he's been nominated, like he's always been nominated, and he he won a Ballon d'Or with United. So that was before Messi's reign. So like, like for the past, you know, let's just leave it at the past decade. Ronaldo has been nominated for every prestigious award, which so which just shows so much, and the level that Ronaldo's at, it's just you can't decredit him. And it sucks because every single other player, a lot of people got upset because uh, Iniesta never won a Bondor, Xavi, or maybe any other great player has never won a Bondor because the reign of Ronaldo and Messi has been so strong for the past decade that finally, this past, we could say, cycle of awardship, we've been seeing how Luka Modric has just dominated. He got the Golden Ball Award at the World Cup. He won um, the, the UEFA's um, Best Player. Um, he got the UEFA Player of the Year award. He got the FIFA's The Best Award, which kind of broke the spell of the reign of Messi. Because remember back then, um, Ballon d'Or and FIFA were together; they were one. But then things uh, with France football and you know FIFA they came together and they brought the Ballon d'Or. But then they went their own separate ways, and we know that uh, FIFA's The Best has been going on for the past three years. And Ronaldo won the previous two. The FIFA is the best awards as the best player of the year for FIFA, but the Ballon d'Or thing is still going on. But nonetheless, you know, Modric broke that spell or that cast or that whatever that kept that reign of Messi and Ronaldo. But I want to ask you a question, and most of you are, I don't know how many people really listen to the podcast. Who knows if I'm just this guy sitting in his desk and with all this stuff prepared for the podcast just speaking to to the to the mic and kind of casting my own thoughts and opinions onto the platform but nonetheless if I'm the only person speaking and listening to myself then kudos to myself because nothing will really stop um stop me from from continuing soccer symphony you know I I have been going through kind of that transitional like what are we going to do uh you know with the podcast how, how are we going to make it better how are we going to you know do all this but nonetheless like i want to ask you the question we are on twitter at soccer symphony no underscores no dots no nothing it's no caps no nothing at soccer symphony on twitter modric did a great job in the world cup taking croatia to the final you know and he got the golden ball for that kudos he won uefa's player of the year award which i'm like Okay, Real Madrid won their third consecutive Champions League, but are you going to decredit Tony Cruz? Are you going to uncredit Casimiro? Are you going to uncredit Cristiano, who was a big 
fundamental part of Real Madrid even winning the Champions League because sure Modric had some a goal here or there but Ronaldo was the engine the motor the goal scoring machine and we all know that and every single Real Madrid fan was in love with Ronaldo and and and, and I don't know if they still are it's kind of like a heartbreak relationship that sort of has gone on recently with you know him joining Juventus and who knows what the current future of Real Madrid looks like because no one can score the goals that Ronaldo did you know where there's nobody in Real Madrid scoring three four even five goals a game nobody has I think will be able to fill those shoes in Real Madrid barring Mariano and they gave him that number seven which I think is a big number to carry on your back and big shoes to fill in because Ronaldo was putting in consistent performances game after game scoring the minimum of one goal he was always scoring as a Barcelona fan I would sit down because I love soccer and I would watch Real Madrid games and I would be like Ronaldo's gonna score it, it, it wasn't unusual for Ronaldo to like like score every single game one two three four up to five goals a game he was the one carrying Real Madrid on, on his back now I'm also a, a Messi fan and Messi won the golden boot in like the league's world he was goal, top goal scorer for Spain in La Liga and he won the golden boot race in all European um, league races like he was a player who scored the most goals and like I heard um, you know the saying that goes goals win games but a great defense wins championships cool but Modric isn't even a defender nor is he an attacker he's a center midfielder who creates a lot of opportunities who is the engine and the motor of Real Madrid, and I'm not going to decredit him, and I'm not going to, you know, take away credit where credit is totally due because he's, Modric's a beast. But you won the ball, you you won the golden ball for best player in the World Cup. You won FIFA's the best. Who do we think deserves the ball on door? Messi won the Liga and the Copa del Rey, but he didn't win the Champions League and I guess the most like the best exposure is in the Champions League because you're not only versing you know Getafe, Valencia Villarreal Leganes like you like you know Espanol you're not it's 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 different you're versing top rivals but we see Messi perform in the Champions League as well and he's won the European Player of the Year award before, and he's been goals top goal scorer for for Barcelona in the Champions League, you know before, and he scored a hat trick in the in the 2018-2019 season, you know this this Champions League season on you know Champions League match day one the inaugurational you know game, not the inaugurational game because they weren't the first game, but. In, in, in the first opener, you know, game in, in in the Champions League for Barcelona, he scored a hat trick. Let let my memory not fail me now. They're in the group with Tottenham. They're in a group with who they beat before um, PSV. That's what he scored a hat trick against. And Inter, Inter, Tottenham, PSV, and Barcelona, which is a very difficult group because you know Inter. Even though they've been not the best Inter, and I'm an Inter fan in Italy, I, I support Inter de Milan in Italy, but 
inter, like inter disappoint me all the freaking time like i have one football app um i have the goal app i have everything and it sucks that to see games that like inter be be squandering away against like you know opposition that they should be dominating and if you're a world-class team games that you're supposed to be consistently winning and inter don't have that I personally see Inter... This is how I think that Barcelona... I think I already did, like, the Champions League review of the groups. But as of right now, I just think that Barcelona's group is going to be Barcelona win. You know, they win their group. Second place will go to Tottenham. Third place will go to Inter. And PSV... You know, Inter will go into the Europa League. And then PSV will go and pack home. Go back to the Netherlands. And, you know, thank you. Come again. But, like, the, the, the topic that I guess today's podcast is going to focus around and i i don't want to take 30 minutes i just want to take you know a couple of more minutes just shedding a whole light on the whole situation with with uh the ball on door and 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 do do you think that modric should win the ball on door do you think that modric deserves it that's i i believe that that is a fair question to ask every single person who loves the beautiful game right now I want to sort of show the the candidates for because the shortlist for 30 the, the, the 30 shortlist has been released to the world and um, I, I just kind of want to run run through them as I, I like to do normally Um, I'm, I'm pulling up the information at this moment, but it's really something that I want to shed, shed a light on. Um, and also something very important that I, that I want to shed a light on is, um, um, I saw this funny statistic that not even a funny statistic, a true statistic, uh, Thierry Mobley for Lazio is a more effective striker for Lazio and I think he got like top goal scorer in like Serie A like last year I'm not sure but he he had a good amount of goals and Karim Benzema was still nominated <laughs> excuse me still nominated for the Ballon d'Or but Benzema isn't as an effective goal scorer as Ronaldo was and Benzema's a striker very unfortunate very upsetting but nonetheless um I I I this isn't like a very concrete list and this is in no particular order I'm just gonna go through it Sergio Aguero for Manchester City Alison Becker for uh, the goalkeeper for Liverpool, Gareth Bale for Real Madrid, Karim Benzema for Real Madrid, Edinson Cavani for Paris Saint Germain, Thibaut Courtois played for Chelsea. We know now. We now know he plays for Real Madrid. Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, ex Real Madrid, current Juventus player, uh, Kevin De Bruyne, uh, Belgian player who had a very good run for Belgium in the World Cup. Um, and plays for Manchester City, Roberto Firmino for Liverpool, Diego Godin for Atletico de Madrid, Antoine Griezmann for Atletico de Madrid, Eden Hazard for Chelsea, Isco for Real Madrid, Harry Kane for Tottenham, 
N'Golo Kante for Chelsea, Hugo Lloris for Tottenham, uh, Mario Mandzukic for Juventus, Sadio Mane for Liverpool, uh, Marcelo for Real Madrid, Kylian Mbappé for PSG, Lionel Messi for Barcelona, Luka Modric for Real Madrid, Neymar for PSG, Jano Black for Atletico de Madrid, Paul Pogba for Manchester United, Ivan Rakitic for Barcelona, Sergio Ramos for Real Madrid, Mohamed Salah for Liverpool, Luis Suarez for Barcelona, and finally Rafael Baran for Real Madrid. Now, the only goalkeepers that I see here are Alison Becker for Liverpool, Hugo Lloris for Tottenham, and Jano Black for Atletico de Madrid. Three great goalkeepers, three top goalkeepers. But let's be honest, I don't think, if in my knowledge, that a goalkeeper has ever won the world. Uh, excuse me, a goalkeeper has ever won the Ballon d'Or. And then we have defenders. Let me see. Oh, I'm sorry. Becker, Courtois, Hugo Lloris, and Jano Black. Four goalkeepers. I'm sorry. And then defenders we have. Godin, that and and Varane, the only defenders and Marcelo, the only defenders that I see Marcelo clearly being a a left back, but Varane is a center back and um and and Diego Godin is a center back and then everyone else is an attacker, uh, besides De Bruyne who was an who's a midfielder and Golo Kante is a midfielder, Rakitic is a midfielder. I'm sorry. I think those are the only midfielders. Kevin De Bruyne. N'Golo Kante. And Ivan Rakitic. And then everyone else is a striker or a winger. But nonetheless, that means you're an attacker. And, you know, those are the 30 nominated players for the for, for winning the, the, the Ballon d'Or. T- today's subject, you know, ha- has so- sort of been, you know, sh- shining a light on on what it takes, what it means to really be considered the best player in the world. As always, and as I've always mentioned, don't forget to follow the podcast on uh, Twitter, at Soccer Symphony. If you have any suggestions, comments, anything, if there's any sort of life listening to this podcast, if you're just one listener who thinks, hey, this, you know, this kid's got something, you know, something, you know, it might not be the greatest podcast, uh, you know, uh, the greatest podcaster, or, or maybe he's, you know, sort of trying to find his, you know, identity in the podcast realm, and definitely, Maybe you think I should deepen my my knowledge or anything else in in the world of, of of soccer that is the beautiful game, but you're still holding on tight and 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 you know you know you're 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 just you know supporting me. I really thank you. If if you're just one person listening, I I thank you. I appreciate it. If you're listening to the podcast on any of your favorite podcast platforms, whether it be Apple. Whether it be Spotify, whether it be uh, Google Podcast, you know, Rocketcast, anything, any platform that you happen to come across this crazy kids soccer podcast, you know, channel, 
I, I, I ask you that if the platform you use allows you to like it, you know, smash the like button. If your podcast definitely allows you to subscribe, definitely subscribe. So your, you know, uh, phone or whatever it is that you use notifies you unless you know, hey, that crazy kid that talks about soccer, he uploaded a brand new episode. Totally listen to it. Um, as always, I hope that this has been like music to your ears. And that you enjoyed this episode. Sorry for going MIA on you guys and disappearing for, 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 for some time. You know, I, I, uh, coming back to the reality after a wonderful, you know, little getaway with the family. Um, you know, I've had to put some certain, you know, things back into its place and, you know, handled certain circumstances and situations. But I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Um, and like I said, you know, follow, subscribe, wherever, social media. Um, soon, and I think eventually, I will definitely start promoting it, putting it out on, you know, social media, on my personal social media. So anybody that I know closely and personally to me listens to anything, you know, you should just totally check it out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, and until next time, I've been Jeff Reed as your host for Soccer Symphony episode number eight. See you on the flip-flop later.